Hi, welcome to the Reaching Lives Talk podcast. I'm your host, Katrina, spreading the power of positivity through storytelling with true stories and real feelings. In this episode, we have Nora Abu Hassan, who is an author, speaker, law of attraction trainer, and social activist. Enjoy the story as she shares her lifelong journey of cleft lip and palate on how she turned struggles into power to live a life worth living. To know more about us, follow us at The Reaching Out Project on Instagram or Facebook. Enjoy the show! Laura, I know that you know you are a great author, right? You're the author of uh, Born to Smile and you're a speaker and you're also the law of attraction trainer and also a social activist. Wow, you have a great profile. Please share with us uh, what, what, what do you do um, you know, for passion? Okay, for passion. For I'm talking about for passion. I love uh, chilling with my girlfriends. I talk about passion, yeah? And yeah. I love... Um, um, dancing as you can see even on my facebook uh oh, i sometimes I, I go crazy and dance i mean that's the way i unwind you know music has always been in my blood even from a very young age and i'll let i'll tell you why and i can't get over it and that's my passion chatting chilling dancing i love reading as well yeah mm, and great talking <laughs> I think that is like inborn with us, you know, women loves talking, you know, and sharing. Yeah, yeah. And and, yeah. and you know, um, I, I heard um, you know, that that your book and I love the title of it, you know, Born to Smile, right? Do you want to tell us more, you know, from from your own uh um, you know, influence and, and what influenced you to start the book and, and why do you think you, you want to have that book for yourself? Why do you want to write this book? Okay. Um for those viewers out there who have no idea what Born to Smile is, all right, uh, the title Born to Smile and the uh, subtitle is Love, Love and Accepting My Cleft Lip and Palate. Mm. Yeah, right. So um, maybe I could just explain very, very briefly what a cleft lip and palate is. Please, some yeah. may not know. Okay, a mm. cleverly and palate, to put it in simple term, is a split on your upper lid and a split inside your palate. All right? And it will go right into your nose. So there we are, born with a split on the upper lip, split in the palate, and there will be, um, I would say, a difference in your nose. So people who are born with a cleverly and palate we need to go for several surgeries in order for us to look like a person that's not born with a cleft and palate, okay? Mm -hmm. So the situation here is that when you have, um, uh, what do you call this, brick uh, in your palate as a baby, this is, a, this is uh, from the baby, obviously, yeah? It's not like some people say, hey, when do you know you have a cleft and palate? No, you're born like that. Mm -hmm. It is oh. the first it is a birth problem. So babies who do not go for treatment will have problems with feeding, with eating, with breathing, even with mm -hmm. speaking. Okay, because there is a break in the palate. So if you have a clap palate, uh, you're actually born with a speech impediment. So when I do Facebook lives and interviews, I always tell the mothers, the parents that please bring your children for speech therapy. 
because I myself had to go for about one to one and a half years of speech therapy from the age of seven and a half to nine years of age. And um, I did about eight to 10 surgeries to repair my lip, my palate, and also my broken nose. Mm, that was during uh, when you were a baby? Did you do the surgery well, when you were I started, uh, the first surgery I had was at three months old. And the last surgery I had was at 30 years of age. Mm. Wow, okay. So That's you need to... Eight to ten surgeries, eight to ten oh, surgeries, okay. yes. You need to continuously have that or or not actually? You, you have to continuously do the surgery or... Okay, uh, when you're talking about surgeries, I'm not a, I'm not a plastic yeah. surgeon, so I'm going to be mm. very, I'm just going to simplify it. Usually, mm. the surgeries takes into two segments, yeah? One is the repair work, mm. okay? The repair work, but the revision work, yeah, we only take uh, usually the plastic surgeries during my time because I was born in 1960s. So at that time, the revision work usually is done when uh, the, the person reaches 17 years and above when the face stops growing. But now we are living in, uh, you know, in the 2021, some plastic surgeons do revision work at the child earlier. Mm, so see. it is a statement between the repair and the revision work but there are adults that i've known that haven't gone and do the repair work mm. but i'm here yeah okay i'm here because i you know when i interview um some people they say to me oh you know i've got a friend that has not done the revision work at the age of 40 and 50 years old can they mm. go and do the revision work i said it's never too late for anybody mm -hmm. to go and do further refinement work, okay? But again, I'm not here to tell you that yeah, you should because everybody's got their own, you know, their own reasons of wanting to further refine or not. The decision is entirely up to you. Yeah, yeah, agree, agree. I think uh, every person will have a different perspective on that. Yeah, totally. and, and tell, us, tell us what do you do, um, Nora? And then what Sorry? influenced to start your book? Yeah, okay. What, what now, you to in a book? Okay, if uh, the viewers out there were to pick up my book, you know, when I was young, uh, before my refinement work at 17, I mm. was actually um, bullied a lot in school, okay? I was called names, um, you know, unpleasant names, and it actually hurt my soul obviously when people call you names then mm. you would feel affected by it. and i was a child you know i was seven eight nine ten eleven twelve and so forth and when they started calling me names i knew that it was real what they say to me in terminology of bahasa melayu is sumbing singet dan sengau so it robbed me of who i was it robbed me of my self-esteem i even lost my soul okay mm -hmm. so if you like i said if you people were to read the book i actually went for a journey of self-actualization self-realization self-acceptance and learning the truest meaning of 
loving myself and accepting my birth destiny. And now I'm okay. I've accepted my birth destiny that I'm born with a cleverly empowered and I am proud to be of my scars and I'm clap proud. So I ask myself now, Nora, you have accepted your birth destiny and you had to go through this journey of self-actualization and self-acceptance. Now, what else is next? Okay. Mm. Then I came with an idea when I went to one of my last retreats. I got, you know, we, we were supposed to do a, what will you do within five years from now? That was in 2017. And I wrote in one of the, uh, you know, what will I do was, I want to write a book about my birth destiny and how I achieved my self-acceptance and hence the birth of Born to Smile because we are all born to smile regardless of anything, you know, regardless of creed, religion, color, yeah. appearances, looks. We as humans deserve to be happy and deserve to have um what you call authentically smiling. <laughs> so there you go. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree, you know, um, you know, I think self-acceptance is like the key thing. I, I know that, you know, uh, for a matter of fact, um, a lot of people, right, um, especially during school, sometimes they were not taught how to self-love and, and even, mm. you know, Asian schools or even American schools, I think the bullying part, right, is like a huge issue, right? And 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 sometimes, you know, uh, I'm sure like a lot of children, they might have, you know, um, the feeling if I'm bullied, should I be telling my parents or not, you know? And then I really like to to also like, you know, uh, encourage people, you know, although that, you know, sometimes you cannot run from the bullies, right? But you can really stand up for yourself and, yeah. you know, notify anyone around you, any adults and all that, so that action can can be taken before it, it got too worse, right? And and then yeah, thank you for 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 sharing that, Nora. I think um over the journey, right, uh, of course there will be, you know, that you were saying um during your soul searching, right? Due to all these things, right, you will feel that, you know, hey, how come all that is happening to me? So so how long exactly did you take to to really um have that self-love and 100% of your self-acceptance. It, it took me quite a while because when I was growing up, um, I was bullied from the age of 7 to 17 years of age. That's 10 years. Okay? Because um, admittedly, the bullying stopped when I went for my further revision, mm. which is the right. rhinoplasty. So I and I used to go to school, the Ugama school in the morning and the Kaba'an school in the afternoon or vice versa. So in a day, I used to record names in school one and in the other school. Okay. And mm. when I was a young child, I used to tell my mother about it and she used to come to the school on occasions and tell the headmistress that my daughter has been bullied. She doesn't want to go to school. When, when it got really, um, I would say really tabli tahan, I would mm. say to my mom, hey, mom, I don't want to go to school. Then she has to go to the school and tell that my daughter doesn't want to go to school, right? So to answer you, it took me quite a while to be able to really love myself, okay? Mm -hmm. um, like, hey, you know what? Hey, this is me. This is Nora Boasan. I love myself for who I am. So what I'm saying is that my story of 
initially non-acceptors was born with a CLP, but people out there may have issues with other challenges, okay? Now, self-acceptors to some people, to some people may be a journey, okay? I'm mm -hmm. not saying all of us have issues with self-acceptors, but what I'm trying to say that it is possible to accept who you are. Like re really loving you for who you are because, you know, sometimes during our um, uh, life incidences, maybe we are born maybe in a family that the father was an alcoholic father or abused mother. And because of that, you're not able to accept that life experiences and you're stuck in the rut. Because mm. I cannot feel, I feel that in order for us to move ourselves to a higher level, you have to say, hey, you know what? It is okay. Okay, I'm going to make peace in my past. But yeah. this is the future now. But if I'm still in that zone of, oh my God, I'm going to blame this and that and that and that, you're not going to be moving because when you don't have that step by step, then you're going to be coming in with a lot of negative energy. And when you have negative energy, it's not going to be good for your soul, your spirit, your emotional well-being. And you'll never move forward. Or you're not going yeah. to be real to who you are, I guess. You know? Correct, correct. So, mm. Acceptors, think, loving yourself and being authentic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's, yeah, what you say is uh, really true because, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, a lot of things like happening around us. Or when it happened at that time, it felt like you couldn't understand. We couldn't understand why is it happening at that time. But maybe after like, you know, for some time already it happened, you may feel like, hey, actually that thing, you know, when it happened, right, is trying to let me grow. It's trying to let me experience life. You know, life is like, you know, people say it's not always a, a bit of roses, right? So, so, but... Yeah. but you how you you grow go through it and grow yourself and and really love yourself and i think uh, i love the topic of uh you know self-love <laughs> uh, lately we've been talking like with a, a few women uh, about it as well you know so uh, i think self-love and the acceptance part i think uh for you nora uh, what i can hear from you right is the acceptance part right is like okay that's it you're not going to, you know, tolerate all of the, the past anymore. Yeah, you accept the past. It's not like you run away from the past, but you choose to live for now and you also look forward to the future. That is why you, you really put a stop. And, and, you know, I think you also decided like, you know, hey, you want to write a book. Straight away, you want to write a book. It's also you want to impact lives, right? You want to let people know, hey, actually you can move on. Don't let, you know, something like that uh, to hold you back and, you know, uh, dampen your spirit or even, uh, you know, dampen your future and, and all of that. So, so thank you for sharing. And, you, you no know, uh, in, in the Reaching Out Project, right, I will always ask uh, this question, right? I love for you to share, right, among all your life stories, which is the one that is the hardest obstacle for you and how you actually turn it over to something to empower yourself? Well, like I said, um, you know, if people were to pick up the book, it did say that, admittedly, it did say that it is a story about my journey towards self-acceptance. Mm. 
Okay, and there were many reasons why I decided to do the book. Among many, many reasons was one was to give tribute to my parents for being there for me when mm. I had my, you know, my journey of going to the hospitals and bringing me to treatments and all that. The other yeah. thing was to talk about, uh, you know, a strong message about discrimination, anti-bully, anti-stigma, because um, mm. I will be very, 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 what do you call this, honest about this, because uh, CLP to some people may be something that they don't want to talk about. It is sensitive, you know, and mm -hmm. I also come across some mothers now who have, uh, you know, uh, friends who are having uh, other issues, uh, other issues, uh, maybe other not CLP that they don't want to talk about it. But I'm trying to say that, hey, you know what, if you have a birth destiny, uh, just accept all forms of birth standing. Let, let's not be, um, you know, in denial about it. All mm -hmm. right. So this, this, uh, this book is saying that let's accept all God's creation, no matter what it is, whether it's a CLP, whether it's autism, whether it's whatever, whatever, because there are some people telling me, hey, you know what? I know this woman, but she doesn't accept it. She's in denial. This is what God has given us. All right, and also to those people who are having issues with self-acceptance, it's okay. You can you can move forward. So my biggest obstacle was accepting who I was. But when I did the book, you know, people ask me, Nora, are you okay now? I say, I'm cool. I'm cool because if I didn't accept who Nora Buhasan was, I will not have the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, amazing. So Correct. I can right. say the biggest obstacle was self-acceptance then, then. Mm. Right. And and uh, we have one person uh, uh, sharing the comment uh, from Maswani. I think it's your friend, right? She says that self-acceptance is the best way to keep ourselves in high spirit and positive, thus happy at all the times. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree, yes, thank Maswani. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for, for that, uh, you know, thank comment. You, thank you, thank you. I love that. Yeah. Words of wisdom yeah. indeed. Beautiful, yes, beautiful. beautiful for for uh friday right and 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 now that um you know since uh all the stories um you know that you have learned right now um what are you grateful now <laughs> what are you, you grateful know for today i am grateful for all my life experiences whether it is good whether it's bad whether it's negative or whether it's positive because if we can um actually take all our life experiences and pin meanings to each one of them, okay? Maybe a negative experience is trying to tell you that you need to learn from that experience to become a better person because um, it's very simple. How can a diamond... Uh, be a diamond if that diamond is irritated by every rock, mm. for instance. Okay, and even Oprah Winfrey's to me, I love her quote that says, yeah. Turn your pain into wisdom. Because you just said it earlier on that sometimes we do not understand why things happen at that moment, that particular point of time. You know, when I was a young child, I could not understand why of all people you gave me a clp okay i kept asking mm -hmm. this person and i was actually talking to my creator okay and then now i know that hey there was a reason why 
my creator gave Nora Abu Hassan a clapping palette. And even for those people out there, there's always a reason behind everything that happens. Ada hikmah di sebalik apa yang berlaku. Tetapi, of course, when that thing happens, sometimes we cannot understand. But trust me, there is always a reason, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, I think I, I totally, always. yeah, always. It's actually always. It's just that I think uh, like, like what you say, maybe we can really relate a little bit is about having that emotional intelligence and and really talking to people what was your mental state actually it, it will help i know that you know people uh, especially in asia we were just now were speaking before the live show a lot of people will say that hey uh, why not i don't talk about it you know if i don't talk about it eventually i will feel better but actually it's not it's because you don't talk about it you actually haven't accepted it and 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 that will you know when it's a uh, is the ongoing uh, occurrence events right happening in your life right then it will actually got worse right so i think uh we really i myself i think uh even for nora she will agree that you will agree that you know we should really uh voice out you know even if you have kids with adhd or autism right and also mm. not be quiet you you should really share out so that other people can learn right like yeah. like there are mm. symptoms whatever so that people can learn you know and, until you know so that it's not too late or you know can seek help right if you're not in denial you can seek help already right so that you don't fall into uh, a trap of anxiety or, or depression yeah you were depression, saying Nora? yeah yeah no i was saying that uh when it comes back to clp currently worldwide mm. one out of seven seven hundred babies are born with the clefly and palate wow okay yes. i think it's very yes. funny Yes, and we didn't okay. know that so, yeah it, that is uh that's been informed yeah so i said to myself that um maybe maybe perhaps uh, a family or a child or a teenager or an adult that's having a clp may be able to pick up the book and find some meaning or some help because i want to give them motivation i want to give them inspiration to say that hey you know what this is what god has uh, given us take your children to all the necessary treatments but your kids can grow up to become whoever and whatever they want to be do not allow any anything for that matter not even a clp but anything for the person to evolve to become a better person to contribute to society to humanity okay that was yeah. the message behind behind one to smile uh, yeah because nobody written a book about <laughs> life love and accepting my clarity and palette while i was growing up i was actually also looking for you know a person that that was one uh, i wanted to understand the mind i wanted to understand the thought processes but memang ada. no no oh. clp anyways yeah wow okay yeah yeah i think that is good you know because this is one in 700 it is not like it's a super rare thing right so that is why i think it is good that now everyone has a book to refer to you know sometimes i feel it's also comforting you know if you know um let's say if there is somebody who has having a clp they, they might want to search for the answer like yourself when you mm. were young mm. and now you have that book you know you could you could find already because um you know google is like everywhere you know you just yeah. search for anything and then can get uh relation you know sometimes it's about the relatability mm. if people can relate to you and and they they will 
find that the book is a deeper meaning for themselves and they can also share it out. Yeah, and I would love to see more books of Born to Smile out there. I mean, they're amazing. Hi to all of you. They're amazing mothers. They're amazing adults who are having CLP or having kids with CLP. And I'm so proud of you because you guys are so strong. And I would love to see more stories about this. Yes. Why not? And, and yeah, Nora, will you be planning to write another book? <laughs> well, people do ask me about it, but um, maybe somebody gives me a plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, because and, this book was from birth until a few years back. So, you know, if I were to write another Born to Smart, that's going to be like from today until <laughs> another story, another plot. Yeah. It's okay. Maybe I think I suggest you can make it a movie. <laughs> I think yeah, movie. Why not, right? <laughs> it's, we'll it's a see. great idea. We'll see. We never yeah, know what yeah. the future holds. You know. Yes, yes. Of course. Uh, when we talk about it, like the law of attraction, it will come. <laughs> Correct. And and um, you know, Nora. Um, just thinking, right? You know, uh, since you you were saying, uh, um, uh, besides this book, right? What else do do you do? You know, to to help impact lives. You know, maybe you could share with us. You know, what are the other things that you do since that you're a social activist? Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you know, I also have uh my own my own show, my own talk show, Smile with Nora, uh, twice a month, and I've been inviting the Clef adults, the mothers with children of Clef, that come and tell me, come and tell us your story. I want people to hear their story. Okay. Now let's hear your experiences. I think um experiences are very valuable. You know, we can share it. People can be impacted by other people's experiences, whether it's good or bad, because, um, you know, another person's experience may not be another person's uh, experience. And we can actually learn from each other. So I've got that small Nora. And recently, I was also made uh, as project partner um, uh, from RMHC, which is Ronald McDonald Home Charities. Uh, they actually have a program which is called Give or Smile, uh, sponsoring uh, families, low-income families, to bring the children for treatments, all right, from the age of babies right up to 18 years old. So I'm now um, their partner. So mm. we're now, yes, yes. And it's very, very good at what, what you do, you know. I think giving back to society yes. is something important. Uh, uh, is it something very very like uh, valuable because um you know sometimes we have seen uh people who have struggles and some people they tend to be like you know i, I just want to be there but they just uh thought that they couldn't be you know there they could actually move up right but but some didn't and and of course i know that uh you know overall a lot of people are struggling around us but but actually through that struggle, right, if you just yeah. have a little bit of a mindset shift, right, you can yeah. actually turn your struggle, right, and into power. And then you could also contribute back to the society. I mean, um, I think one of the stigma that we have around here is, hey, some people thought that, uh, you know, I must only have a lot of money, then only I can contribute. I'm wealthy enough, then only I contribute. But actually it's not, you know. It's not just the money you can contribute. It could be like yourself. You were saying the projects, you know, or by sharing experiences, meeting up with yeah, the money. These are all contribution. These are all contribution. Uh, again, I agree with you. Um, you know, it's not only money. It's the way of contribution. Your energy, your stories, your experiences, your time. This is all contribution. 
Yeah, yeah. And I think by contribution, you actually feel like, you know, that you live in this world, right? You, ha- you, you give meaning to, to the world. It's not just like, hey, you know, we, we were just born and then we, we work, we study and we work and then we, we die and then that's it. <laughs> so now, <laughs> if you have that meaning, it's, it's totally different. I think like for yourself, I think, uh, you know, when you wake up in the morning, right, how do you feel? I think you have a error there, Nora. It's a connection problem. Nora, are you there? I think I couldn't see you already. Let's just wait uh, for a few minutes for Nora to come back. I am back. <laughs> wait, let me... Uh, now because uh, I think uh, a PC... The, the battery? So I'm on the phone right now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'm no problem. Yeah. No yes, worries. Where, where will we? I'm back on the show. Hi everyone. Yeah, yeah. Hi. And and yeah, what, what were we saying? Just oh yeah. We were saying, you know, nowadays, how do you feel when you wake up? You know, now that you know that your mission and you know that your purpose of life, how do you feel, you know, when you wake up in the morning, first thing in the morning? I feel that hey, you know what, Nora, all these questions when you were a child, when you asked, your creator has been answered. And I feel fulfilled on an emotional basis, all right? Whether people relate to me or not relate to me, it's okay. But I know that um, I want to do this and I'm going to keep doing this until um, I don't know when, you know. This is something that I think God has... People ask me to, you know, why do you want to do the book? I said, this is a calling from my almighty. And I just could not say no to my creator. I couldn't say no to him. I needed to do this. I needed to do Born to Smile. Yeah. I think, um, you know, Pull also... Up. Pull to help, yes. Yeah, I think it's also very good, like what you were saying, answering to your creator. And, and I think uh, spirituality, right, be it whatever religion you are in, even the universe, you can also talk to it like a religion, right? But I think if you spend more time with the uh, spiritual uh, side, right, actually you feel like your life is much more enlightened, right? Rather than if we, we spend the time, you know, um, just looking for uh, career fulfillment or wealth fulfillment. I think it would be a kind of like a different story if you, like like yourself, right? Uh, you were always saying creator, right? So that, that is something I think is really good to to be a part, right, in your life about the spirituality, right? I think life is about balance, yeah? It's life is about mm. balance. At times, uh, you know, for you to uh, have time with your friends. There are times for you to time with your family and at times for you to for yourself and you have to understand who you are and you have to find parts of you asking yourself what is it that really impacts a meaning to my life how can i impact my life while impacting others as well like i said when i was growing up i kept asking my creator why me so i think he has answered me so i cannot go back 
against him. I said, Nora, I've given you, you know, in this situation, now you need to do something about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you took action. You didn't think too long. <laughs> you know, some people yeah. think, yeah, if you think too long, sometimes, you know, uh, you know, sometimes the time will, will catch up on you. It's not you catch up time sometimes. The catch will catch up on us. And, and you know, uh, I think you you did the right thing, right, by writing the book because, like you say, um, nobody has written that book before about Born to Smile and your CLP and it, it's going to impact not I just yourself. More <laughs> coming up. Yeah, yeah. And 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 it's going to impact the world at an international level, right? Because it is something that now that you have a book, now you could share already, right? You can share your experience and your thoughts, right? And what were you how you bounce back from that situation to now. Now, um, we are going to uh end uh on uh 40 minutes soon, and, and the last message I want to I'm ask sorry you about what when we got cut off earlier on, but <laughs> there was <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. The other day we had one also which was quite long, the cut off is it's 10 to 20 minutes the other one on, yeah. on our first okay. live but i think our our audience will understand yeah sometimes it's wi-fi and everything okay yeah. now nora okay i'm going to ask you what is that one message you like to share with the world today you know i'm going to read can i read um sure from my book yeah Okay, now this is from my epilogue, page 141, from Born to Smile. It says, find your peace. It is part of knowing yourself. Work at it because it doesn't come like magic. Don't be afraid to change and don't be afraid to take the steps to change. Be the one who defines who you are even when the whole world wants to do that for you. That's my message today. Wonderful, wonderful. That will be your your last mission and felt that, you know, it's really touching because in our society, I feel that even in our education, we were always uh, in Clubhouse, we were always talking about education, you know. Education is not just uh, how much scores that you get, whether you did well in mathematics or in your language course. But what if, right, like people like yourself and all of us, right, who has went through some sort of uh, struggles and everything, but we can impact the education uh, world, right, to be really putting in a subject called mental health, right? And if you have that subject in mental health, right, it's like, you know, you could talk about things like what you were saying, self-love, self-acceptance, what is peace? How to forgive? How to forgive yourself, right? Sometimes all about the forgiveness, all about, you know, your passion, how to have happiness within yourself. You know, I think these are, are, are great topics to be to be taught in school. And, and yeah, rather than, you know, uh, whatever sometimes, uh, you know, some of our friends were saying, I have, had, I have been studying for 15 years, right? And when I come to the working world, right? It didn't help. <laughs> it didn't help, and we have forgotten all the things that that we learned. But it's a process. I think really knowing who you are is very important, because mm. sometimes in our daily lives of uh, you know busyness, we forget to know who we are at our core level. Mm. You know, 
schools uh, we've been told to do this we've been told to do that as we're growing up with our parents you've been told you can't do this you can do this you only do this so you kind of lose who you are you kind of lose who your identity is that's why sometimes even as an adult we have people who do not know who they are because i've been always consistently told what to wear what to do what to think mm -hmm. So, you know, you have, we all, like you say, even in schools, let the children figure out for themselves who they are at the core level. Because we are all different. We all come from different experiences. We all come from different walks of life. So our life experiences will make us who we are today. But sometimes, like you say, we do not know because we're not given the opportunity to really go through our own self. So yeah. self-reflection, I feel, it is really important. Yeah, yeah, correct. I think the self-reflection and the self-discovery is yes. very important. Back to, Back, to yeah. Back to your own self, like, like what? who are you without your identity? Who are you without you know, the labeling? And who are you without the ego? It's, it's, it's something that I think like for now, if you want to experience like what you say, the inner peace in yourself, you, you have to let go of all that and discover again yourself. And I think... Discover yourself. Yeah, and a different point of level in our lives, right? We will have a different discovery. You know, like when you were a child, when you were working, when you got married, then when you're a mom, when you're a grandmom, right? It all changes, uh, uh, you know, rapidly and drastically. But, you know, like what you say, going back to your core beliefs and then who are you in on the inside, not how you look on the outside or whatever. That's why it really it's important to take a step away all right, from everything. That's why when, you know, people read the book, I went for some retreats to take a step away and actually sit down and say, hey, you know what? All my life experiences, I'm putting meanings to them. There were reasons for why it happened. And blah, okay, now this is what I am. From all that, I become this person. Just mm. have to from everything and say, get out and say, okay, Nora or whoever, Katrina, Okay, A, B, C, D from small, from, you know, a teenager, and then now you're an adult. What did that give me? What was all that for? What was the purpose for? What? Why did God give me all these experiences? experiences? There must be a reason. Find yeah. that reason. But in order for you to find that reason, you have to step aside and reflect. Yeah, yeah, Only correct. Your own thoughts. If you're going to be listening to everybody around you, you know what? You may not get the answer. You may mm -hmm. not answer. But the answer is within you. Yeah, correct. And, and we know for a matter of fact, not everyone around us sometimes is positive, right? We know that we may sometimes pick up the negative vibes, vibes right? Yeah. And that is when we, you know, <laughs> we get a little bit confused again. Yeah, that is but why I, I think... But I can't think about your thoughts. I, I mm -hmm. can't think about Only you know where where your thoughts are right so yeah like, yeah of course like i said we can uh, get advice and we can get uh from our people around us but it is your own decision my dear mm, it is you know, your own choices yeah your own decision and your own choices will really drive you to to becoming who you are so i'm really happy for for you nora for becoming the woman <laughs> i right now you know although i haven't known you before but I know you now, but I can also already feel that you have grown up to be somebody that that knows who you are. Your self-acceptance is already done, you know. Of course, every day you might be still discovering new things about yourself. And, and that is great. Learning. Yeah. Learning. Every day. 
Yeah, yeah. Learning new things every day. Yeah, so that we don't get old, right? <laughs> yeah, we don't get old on the inside. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm really grateful to to have you um tonight. Uh, not tonight. Usually I would do tonight, but today is is really special. Uh, uh, for you to to be helping us to do on the daytime as well, and and I really wish you uh you know a great success in 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 sharing more of your mission and your impacting of lives to the world, and uh yeah, I hope that you will lead a great life full of purpose and mission okay so so thank you so much nora for being here today i look forward to seeing you maybe we could do another session in the instagram yeah because i'm starting my instagram as well yep you're amazing too keep rocking i'm so proud of you and keep inspiring my dear keep inspiring take care and thank you for believing in bontu smart's mission God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I do. Okay, take care, Nora. Have an amazing night, day. Bye-bye.